Hi there and welcome to another episode of Song and a Chat with your host Pete Pasco. Alright, today we're going to look at a song called Low Tide. I see it was called Low Old Tide 2011. That's when I wrote it. And um, I've had a good night tonight. I've had a band practice and it was fun because uh, we've got a new track join us, um, Glenn on bass. And it's great because it's really freed up my hands because for, well, 15 or 16 years in the band, I've been playing the bass in the left hand, like this. So for this song... Which is low tide. It goes like that. Playing bass like that. Whereas now I can play... focus on the piano anyway very excited about that um yeah low old tide i was out fishing last night Look, before we get into it let's roll the intro music here we go so welcome along everybody to the podcast song and a chat where i endeavor to let you know how it feels to be a, a songwriter i want to i want to put you in the shoes of a songwriter and sort of explain a bit about how it feels. Um, you know, get the inside goss on a song, how it comes together, maybe a bit of anecdotes and bits and pieces. We'll see where it takes us. Low tide today. Okay. I was at the beach last night and um, going fishing. It was low tide. I think I'll take you there right now. Come with me. Just, just for a moment. Spot of fishing. Okay, here we go, under the stars, the side of the ocean, which you can hear. Oh, I got a fish, ooh, got a bite just then. And i uh, got a good feeling about tonight. Why? Because I'm outdoors and that's all good. And I'm not thinking about music or art. <laughs> I am thinking about that fish that's on my line and I'm going to reel him in now. <laughs> How I spoke too soon. The fish didn't come in and I tell you what it didn't matter in the slightest it was a it was a great night eventually got a little fish it was, it was a, a snapper and I just love being down at the beach it really when I said I'm not thinking about music and art most of my life I'm thinking about a lot of music and art that's what I do for a living um and uh, really really lucky to be doing it uh, very very busy <laughs> to be doing it as well <laughs> And along the way, I really enjoy taking these moments to write a song. And low tide, I remember, I wrote the words one morning. I woke up and it was a, a murky sort of a feeling I had from a, a bad kind of a dream kind of feeling. And it was a grey day, I could tell. You know, and when you wake up and the light's really kind of trying to really trying to get through the curtains. Well, this particular day, it was a grey sort of day. And... and um, I got my pen and my book, and often I, I did say to a friend, uh, my daughter actually, it was, wasn't it, um, about the brilliant book called The Artist's Way um, by Julia Cameron, and it is great for morning pages, writing stuff down, getting it off your chest. So picked up my pen straight away, and I wrote this, woke up somewhere, things not feeling right. A left hand took me right down to the other side. The cloud was hanging low. It seemed the day was dawning bright. It was upon me before I could tell. So, they were the words I had. 
And um, a little bit later, yeah, come up with a bit of music. Now that bit of music I'm about to play you now is uh, has been recorded by the band, which is Pete Pasco and The Patient Hum. It was out under Pasco, the album This World Offers You. The song you're about to hear is Low Tide. And without further ado, here it is, Roland.
right, so there you go, low tide. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, I did. It was great to sit back and listen to it. Um, I tell you what, producing a a song, um, arranging it, and and then arranging keyboards and stuff and all that, and getting it right, hopefully, it was as right as I could. Look, there was... Just like to say, that was the second album I recorded on on Pro Tools, this recording platform, which is just marvellous. And uh, it was all recorded in just a room in my house, uh, apart from the drums that was done in a studio. um, But that was the only thing I I didn't record. And it was such good fun to listen back and think, you know, it's like looking at a painting you've done. And as an artist, which I am as well, you look back and you always look at things, oh, yeah, could have done that differently, that would be good, and all that sort of stuff. But what you got to hang on to, I think, here we go, as a songwriter, and it's, it's the same with the recording, um, writing a song, the bits that you like, yeah, there's always something good to focus on. And I think it's really important to focus on the good stuff uh, in life, generally, sure. When you're writing a song, when you're recording a song, and it's, it's not like you're looking through the... Uh, you, you, rose-tinted glasses or whatever, sunnies. It's not, it's not that at all, but it's a good thing, you know. I think you've really got to back yourself, and um, I think it's really important in this day and age to do that all the more because as a songwriter, you're expected to be doing... Hang on, I'm going down a little path here, and i off on a tangent. We'll be back with the lyrics shortly. Um, as a songwriter, you're expected to do everything, you know, your videos... Your uh, mixing, your promo, your, your, all the um, social media, just you know, expected to be pretty much a banker, everything. And, and it's really, really hard, you know, at times to get all that sort of stuff done. And what you got to do is, because there's a mountain of music out there online, folks, there really is. Um, if you found me, hey, welcome, welcome. Thanks for finding me. There's so much music I've got, I've got online. You can go www.petepasco.bandcamp.com and there's a dozen albums, including the one This World Offers You that you just listened to the low tide there. So look, and a lot of videos out. But the, the point is, you've got to... As an artist, you, you've got to back yourself and say, look, do you want like 50,000 likes and streams from you know, bots, robots, or would you like 20 streams by people who really care about what you're doing? Uh, I heard this from a video, on a video the other day, this guy from America was saying, it was really good, it hit me, hit me between the eyes, I thought, yeah, because this guy said, look, 20 people, oh, that's a lot of people coming to my lounge, I'm... I'm Thanks so much for listening to the music. That That's great. So if you're here today, which you are listening to this, thanks so much for coming and listening to the music. All right, so there's a lot, there is a lot to think about when you're doing this sort of thing. Okay, back in 2011, January, low tide. So that was it. Woke up somewhere, things not feeling right. And that was exactly what happened. Left turn took me right on down to the other side. Whoa. Cloud was hanging low, though it seemed the day was dawning bright. It was upon me before I could tell. Okay. Now, next time it happens, be sure to let you know right away. So what's that about? Well, I, I went through the morning just feeling a bit sort of still murky. I couldn't shake that feeling. Normally, I'm lucky. My dreams are really nice. But this particular morning, it just, yeah, it didn't feel good. And I didn't tell my wife. And, you know, what's, yeah, like I should have 
I'll tell you right away next time. I guess I never wanted to turn your colours grey, so I didn't want to bring it down. But it's good to share how you're feeling at times in a discerning kind of a way, I think. It was like a car crash or a crime from another day. I think it's quite a good line, that, yeah? Not good memories, eh? Trouble brewing, that I could tell. And then, this I can tell you, I was seeing things from the other side, man. So the visions of my dreams had remained really real and woken up. You know those really, really real dreams? Well, I get them. And um, we all do, sometimes more vivid than others. Mostly good stuff. This particular stuff, not so much. Best I could do was buckle up, hang in there for the ride. Like It was like it was going to tell me what was what. I don't really know. It came from deep inside. I really feel it. So this is honest writing. It was a lonely, and then a lonely, sad old tide. So I, that, that was where the title came from. Finally, it was at the 12th line in. And so often I do this. I just start writing, and eventually the subject sort of reveals itself in the hook. And it became Lonely, Sad, Old, Tired. And actually the title I've got, Low, Old, Tired, it became Low, Tired. I can see that a high tide's followed by a low tide, and your fool knows that. But when a leaning ladder's followed by the walk of a lone black cat. So my, my granddad, Harry, used to think a black cat was Lucky. And he had a black cat called Lucky when he was about 80, so I think it's all right too. Got a couple of black and white cats. Are they half good luck? <laughs> I've got a song about an old black and white cat. Half good luck and half witted. <laughs> a bit rough, wasn't it? <laughs> good old Purdy. Uh, anyway, back to the song, Peter. Um, I'll keep my eyes on the sun on the blue of the day as a matter of fact. So in that moment, writing about this stuff, ooh, we're leaning ladder, oh, don't walk under the ladder, ooh, black cat, ooh, don't worry about that. I keep my eyes on the sun. That's what I do. I'll back myself. Till the feeling's less than blue, I can tell you. It's true. It was upon me before I could tell trouble brewing. I could smell. Ah, yeah. It was a lonely... I've got some more here, what? Now I need someone to hold or turn this black rock into gold. Oh, that's not too bad. Black rock um, is the name of a, a, a suburb just beside... I was in Melbourne, right? Uh, that's where I live. I now reside down the Mornington Peninsula. But back then it was in Sandringham. And right next to Sandringham is Black Rock. And between the two, I've painted this rock a lot, is a red bluff. All right. There is actually a blackish rock there. I wonder where it was named after that rock in the red bluff. Because it's ironic, isn't it? The black rock, big red bluff. Anyway, so I, I put that, turn this black rock into gold. I like the line. Um, I think I might be able to... I didn't actually use that in the song. So, uh-huh. I think I could use that in a song, couldn't I? Turn the black rock into gold. It's like coal or something, isn't it? You know, I'm not really into bringing the coal out of the ground too much. We do what we got to do. There's my piano. All right. I turn the black rock into gold. That's all I. And when the story's told, I'll turn the black rock into gold. Yeah. 
If you wanna know more, well, we'll have to come back to it some other time. <laughs> I thought I'd just go with the moment because that's what I do as a songwriter. It's really good feeling um, doing that, and when it's saying, "Come on, let's write a song, let's do it," I think, "Okay." Dropped everything. What did I do? I dropped the whole podcast episode, the theme, <laughs> and that's good fun. I think that, that that's what this that's what these episodes are about. Um, what what I'm talking about a lot uh, is, as it turns out, is a uh, personal freedom. I guess having creating personal freedom would be uh, it's a choice, isn't it? If you're lucky, you're lucky. Hang on to it if you've got some. That's what I'm aiming for, um, and I'm, I'm I'm letting these. Letting the music lead the way, and what I'm trying to do, particularly on these episodes, is describe the creative process here of how to write a song. And so sometimes I think the best way is just to do it, demonstrate it like that. And that is how it's to write a song, yeah, black rock into gold. So I will uh, grab that bit of recording lately, uh, lately, later, and what I'll do next is I'll write the rest of the song. So that'll be fun. Anyway, back in 2011, Peter, back to the program. I began looking at uh, song 556, as it turned out. I looked at these bits of paper. What have we got today? Woke up somewhere. Hmm. Things not feeling right. I hear it's not too bad, isn't it? Left hand to me, right hand down. So what you have here is a riff, and that's what came to me. That's what I set the song on. That so the chord I just started to play with. Oh yeah, G with an A bass and an A. Normally it could be G and A, but I put that G chord with the A B. So you get that. Not quite. And then we're back. And from there, that there's a beat. Can I sing? I don't know. I woke up somewhere, things not feeling right. I left down, took me right on down to the other side. It's a really good feeling doing that, coming up with a riff. And then, because um, it's a step on, isn't it? Yeah, from that. Get the beat. Oh, that feels good. And can I sing? I don't know. Can I sing with it? Yeah, you go through that whole process. Woke up somewhere. Just picked a note G, which went with G, B, D, the chord, D. Woke up somewhere. Things not feeling right. Went up to the chord. I left that be right on down to the other side. So I followed the words there down. I allowed the word down to take me down to the other side. Rather than down to the other side. You know, you could have done that, but I, to, I like by using the lyrics, they allowing them to guide me again. The cloud was hanging low, the day was dawn and bright. Then what? I know. Was a palm me for a tell And then you stop. As a songwriter, you think, oh, got one. 
like that fish I didn't get <laughs> last night. Did I mention? Did I say I didn't get one? I didn't. I was a bit slow. You know, I thought I was about to reel him in. Um, yeah, missed him. Too busy yapping on the phone. <laughs> Never mind. Um, and so you stop and you become a sec- secretary. I have a trouble with that word every week, don't I? Secretary. And you use your left brain and you recall what you've just done. And it's so much like recalling a dream, funnily enough. But uh, sometimes it can be a bit murky. You have to work a bit harder. And what did I do? I don't know. And you'll be careful because you. No, it wasn't that. Ah. Oh, down me before I could. Oh, yeah, that's right. So you go through piecing it together. And what was the melody? Yeah, book up. Those sorts of things. Once you've got it, what I do is start again. Down me before I could tell. Roll straight in with it. Next time, be sure to let you know right away, etc. So the song's taking shape, trundling along. I think, man, I really want to. I could hear the band doing this, was what I was thinking back in 2011. That'd be cool. Um, it took a little while to record it. And then we... we Me, before I could tell. Okay, needs to change. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah, okay. So... Kind of nice. Okay, so... This I can tell us feeling things This time Best I could do Was buckle up Hanging there for the ride So just about the same chords twice I had the first time a D D minor A And second I wanted something different So I went D F A Very close to the same thing But the bass rather than a doom Doom Boom Second time, doom, boom, 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 boom. Back to the other one. I don't really know. I think it came from deep inside. Then I was lonely, sad old tide. <laughs> it's really good fun to sing and play this with the band, I can tell you that. So, yeah, uh, Pretty basic thing here happened. Lower down, woke up somewhere, things are feeling right, right up to this. I could tell you that I see things from the other side. Just going up, that's a logical thing, wasn't that? Feeling of excitement, I think it's a really been done since the year, Doc. The song's not always, you could do the other way, but often you'll be singing low and you want to lift the energy, go, go up high, higher, sort of thing. And basically, yeah, in a nutshell, it came together very, very quickly, um, as these songs tend to do for me, which I'm very grateful for. Um, I don't tend to sort of slog away these with these things much at all. And then the only other thing I did was um, repeated three times this bit. But as a poem, me, or for a good tell, I'll do it again, eh? Trouble brew, trouble brewing, that I could smell. Was a lonely, settled tide. Guitar solo. <laughs> when you doing the, when I was doing the piano on this, all I was hearing was a band playing it, and so it gives me great pleasure to be able to say, "Hey, look, 
roll in and, and, and play a band arrangement like that. It is um, it's a great feeling. It's like having a finished painting. I have 800 songs. It's crazy, eh? And there are just so many ones that are just sketches, you know, the words and the lyrics and the melody. And I can I carry these arrangements with me. And I'm really enjoying on this podcast giving ear to some songs and you know, drawing attention some attention to some songs that have already been sort of finished, if you like, recorded. And, and but a lot that haven't and a real mixture. Um, and what I am planning to do, I've touched on this, let you know, I'm going to do some piano vocal albums, songs from the podcast, which would be fun and release them with videos and, you know, sheet music and things like that. It's nice to share. Um, I'm in a very sharing mood. It's been, I think, 160 weeks, consecutive weeks of a song and a chat. That amazes me. I didn't know whether I was going to get past episode number one. There's also 161 blog posts up now. I think it's 161, somewhere around there. And that also amazes me. I keep thinking I'm going to pull that back. It's like a magazine-style thing. And I, I start writing, and often in a cafe on a, on a morning before I, I go and teach the piano to some kids on Mondays and Tuesdays and writing away. And something, you know, something comes to me. And I, I then with a the blog, I, I import some pictures, and that gives, oh, I get a bit of a theme going on. And, you know, much lower low tide came to me. And I went, hey, wait, I, I recorded the ocean last night. That's great. And it was low tide. So I like that about the creative process. It's not often sort of a linear process, you know, backwards and forwards in time. And um, I, I see, uh, just as an aside, that page flipped open before, I see the next very next song was The Roughest Cut. And that was written in May 2011. Well, that was the title track of an album I just released with a band uh, about two years ago. So finally, years and years later. So it, it's it's really interesting to me how you just got to wait. Um, you know, there's working on the next album right now. Coming along at 10 songs sounding really good. and It is so exciting. If I had to pick a word of how it feels to be a songwriter, I'd say, yeah, exciting. Got to tell you, back in that, just here listening to the song Sandringham when I was, took me right back to Sandringham when I was listening to the song just now, and a couple of memories popped into my mind. Now, Huntsman, they're really, really big spiders, a lot of big spooky spiders here in Australia. As an ex-Kiwi, I've been here about 23 years now from New Zealand or longer, and um, got used to most of the critters. And huntsmen are these big spiders. And they don't worry me. They don't worry me too much. I've got used to them when I first saw them. <laughs> but they kittens. They are big, right? And they have a habit of just sort of sneaking into your house. They're coming, oh, yeah. But they're not cunningly sort of waiting to bite you. Oh, no. They're just getting insects and that. And they're pretty cool. Look, I think they're quite intelligent. Anyway, um, I decided, I well, my kids weren't too keen on that huntsman on the ceiling. Look at the size of that one. I got, I'll, I'll get it, leave it to me. So I went and got the chair, and I got this glass and a bit of, you know, old Boy Scout, a bit of thickish sort of paper, and put the glass up, and boom, got him. Well, jammed one leg slightly under the glass. Sorry, Mr. Huntsman, he pulled it in. I swear he glared at me. And then I slid the cardboard over the glass. You know how to do that? Right, walking out to the door. Got him, and <laughs> he's not too happy inside the glass. And I flick him out into the lawn. You know what happened? He landed, 
turned around and started running straight back at me to come back inside. I couldn't believe it. It was like, I think I screamed, ah, and ran, <laughs> slammed the door, then looked down, where's he gone? But I don't know. How's that? They're a pretty staunch sort of spider, you know. Most spiders are just licking in the wounds, maybe, and scuttling off. Not this guy. I turned around to have a piece of me. <laughs> he wasn't too heavy. And then another time, I was going to um, clean the barbecue tray. And under the barbecue, there's a, there's a tray of sort of clay stuff you can that catches the oil and grease, right? And in the summer, middle of a summer's day, like, I'm not big on the old... DIY and all that sort of thing. I should do be a bit better around the house, but I, I'm pretty well trained. But the idea of gardening and I, oh, yeah, cleaning the barbecue is not like number one on the list. Anyway, this particular day, I was walking past. I thought, yeah, I better clean that and put that in the rubbish. So, pick this tray out in a bit of a dream, walking along. I looked down, and there he's the biggest huntsman. <laughs> he'd been living under the barbecue, and I took him out in the bright sunlight, and again, I could swear he, he was looking at me going, what are you doing? And I'm like, ha, ah, trying not to have kittens, I've got this trailer, oh, man, I want to chuck him in the bin. So I, I, I put it down, <laughs> and ran inside, and then looked out the window, and he'd gone. But it's okay, because he was outside. Isn't that thing you hate? One thing worse than finding a spider in your house is finding out they've gone. Where have they gone? <laughs> that sort of thing. Don't you hate that? All right. Low tide. There we go. That's the story of a couple of huntsmen. And the story of low tide um, turning black rock into gold as well in there. Just want to keep playing. But I can't because we've come to the end of the episode. Oh, there you go. That's how low tide came together. Hope you're having a high tide sort of week. Um, if you're not, don't worry. Low tide's followed by a high tide. All right. Without further ado, this is Pete Pasco. Oh, wait. Thanks so much for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Yeah, you want to check out some music and art? I've got a mountain online. Go Pete Pasco. Art and music, you know your creations and art and music, you know, you'll, you'll find all kinds of stuff. I'll put some things in the show notes, eh? All right, thanks so much for coming along. Hope you've enjoyed the show. Catch you next time. This is Pete Pasco signing out. Bye-bye. It was a lonely, sad old